You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. I just got a letter from my son, an email. Text, I guess, text. My son's out in Nevada, um, having the time of his life. He's celebrating both the 4th of July and the 1st of July from Canada. And he says, uh, things that I've come to appreciate about the 4th of July, things I miss about Canada because of the 1st of July. And he said, Tim Hortons, my family, (laughs) Tim Hortons. Yes. My friends, Tim, Tim Hortons. Hortons. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I said, well, I'm glad we at least made the list. <laughs> yes, not not many Tim Hortons out in Vegas or no, wherever no. out in that area. Yeah, yeah, Pahrump, Pahrump, Nevada is Pahrump. where he's at. That's great. What a name. I think I'd come up with something other than Pahrump. But anyways, so he's hopefully going to come home. He's trying to get his passport done. I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest. He, um, he'd made plans to come home at the end of... Uh, the month and uh, the passports out there take a lot longer than here. Yes. So yes, I hope they do. He can, but yeah. So uh, if not, he'll be getting a couple of cans of Tim Hortons coffee in the uh, in the mail. Yes. Speaking so. of passports, oh. so I had lost my passport, oh, boy. and I've been looking for it for a year and a half, and oh. I have looked diligently. I have searched thoroughly. And I knew that I had it, and I knew exactly where I had it, and it was not there, which caused me to say, where in the world did I put it then? And so literally on, on uh, Monday, July 3rd, I yeah. filled out my whole passport because getting ready to go to Israel, I filled out the yeah. whole passport of I lost it and I need it re- replaced. And I just didn't press send I prayed and prayed and I prayed on the 4th and which was a Tuesday so we're recording yeah. this on Wednesday morning the 5th yep. and last night uh, you know I woke up and it's just like the Lord said you ought to check like the floor of your dresser you know how something may fall out yeah. and then yeah. it doesn't actually go on the floor and you can't see it because it went behind a drawer. And so yeah. I went to the desk this morning and I pulled the desk drawer out and there it was. I love I it. have looked for it and I mean I earnestly prayed Monday and Tuesday. It just I, I didn't even it. tell Denise. It was just a private prayer request. Lord, I don't want to go through the process. I don't want to spend the money. I don't and it's my fault. Would you please show me? And I mean I, I prayed much on Monday and Tuesday and the Lord showed me where it was this morning, and so it's like, wow, I got it. So now wow. I, I'm going to put it in the safe at church <laughs> or yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> well, let me say that since you brought up that it's July 5th, this is Nate's birthday today. It's oh, birthday. wow. So happy birthday, Happy birthday, Nate. Nate. Boy. Yeah. Little so. tiny guy. Yeah, little, little, <laughs> little guy. Six foot two. <laughs> Broad shoulders, good looking. Wow, just like looking in a mirror. Like looking in a mirror. <laughs> yes, it is. 
<laughs> uh, for me, a funhouse mirror. Funhouse mirror. Yeah. I'm in the I'm in the old short fat guy mirror. That's the one I'm in. <laughs> so yeah, so I can't believe my boy's thirty thirty one. Yes. Well, wow. our little baby will be forty this year. Oh my goodness! Isn't that something? Oh, that's oh my goodness! That dates us, doesn't it? Well, the good news is I got little Miles. Miles is like three yes. weeks. Maybe this is yes. week four. Oh, Allison sent a little picture of um, the baby Miles on the floor, and Maverick, his brother, crawls over yes. and gets right in his face. Isn't that great? Cooing with him. I said, oh, there's the bonding. There's there the you bonding go. beginning right there. There yeah, you so, go, man. Yep. Yeah, so from the from the extremely old to the getting old to the very young. So That's we it. covered all here at Tim Talks. We Amen. covered all. Amen. Wow. Well, so well, you're thinking the- of those, uh, you know, Nice family moments, and you cherish those family moments. And Mm -hmm. whenever we look at the scriptures, and and I know people will say, like what you said, uh, the advice that was given you, keep everybody at arm's length. But if if you do that, I I just don't feel like we're completely scriptural um, in in when we keep somebody at arm's length. But there's a there's a uniqueness about opening up our home. The Bible says that we should have hospitality. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's actually one of the one of the qualifications for a pastor, if I remember right. And so uh, we were to be given to hospitality. And so um, you know it's it's this attitude of, you know, we need to be wise. I don't want to use the phrase, you know, wise as serpents, harmless as doves, because I don't think it really applies to this. But there is a wisdom, and there's the wisdom to me is in James where it talks about don't don't get in the worldly wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. earthly, sensual, devilish. Um, and to tell you the truth, sometimes when we go home, we feel like we can let our guard down. Right. And just not be the best Christian, and so I I think that that has to play in our discussion, uh, because mm-hmm. whenever people get close, there are some people who relish knowing; they just want to know. They yes. want to know so they can talk about it and spread it to other people. And so if we have that continual attitude of, I'm going to go home and, man, I, I don't have to be pastor anymore. I can just be right. Joe Schmuck, you know. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully we go home and we're spiritual Joe Schmuck because that's what we still need to be. And and that's uh, th- that's – we all fight the flesh, the world, and the devil. And mm-hmm. a victorious Christian is still going to lose. Just we're going to win more than we lose. But we're mm-hmm. still going to lose until we have new bodies. And so I, I think that's where I'd like to at least begin this situation of, you know, maybe we need to reexamine what we are and let, let's encourage one another because I'm counting myself in this absolutely. Let's encourage one another that – we don't think of our career as much as of a calling, mm-hmm. who we are or what we do, you know? Yeah. 
I I agree, and um, I I know that in situations I've had where this has happened, that does happen. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you get home, you get carnal. Yeah. You do, and um, I don't want to say you put on a facade. You don't, but there's definitely. When I went to church as the pastor, I knew I was the pastor, and I had a place as the pastor, and I had a role as the pastor. When I got home, I kind of took that hat off, and I became dad, and I mm-hmm. became husband, yeah, and I became you know just a guy that could just be a guy. And when you first have people over, I think you you continue to wear that hat. As they come over more and more, if you have them over more and more. Or you get closer. You begin to, you, interaction. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Then you begin to take that hat off, and then you start to put it in the closet. And when that happens, you're in trouble. And I, I, I let that happen. I did. And it wasn't that, again, that there was great sin or that there was any impropriety, but I just... I just was not as guarded, and we use that term a lot, but that's, that really is. Um, and, and I would say that those people began to um, use my kids as a source of information, as a source of drawing information about myself, about our family, about the church. Um, they would take that, and they would use that against us later. They almost compiled a little file. And yes. at a church meeting yes. we had, I mean, I wasn't in the meeting, but I was later told by my staff that there were some vicious things said about myself, my character, and my family. And I don't know how they would have got any information about that because some of the people that said those things had no idea. They were never in my home in that situation. They were not part of an inner circle of people, but they had things. Somebody had told them something. And so I can only I can only surmise, but that's that's what happened. And so you're right. There, there are times when I look back now and I think, man, I shouldn't have said that. I I shouldn't have indicated that. But too and late. that's all of us growing as a Christian. Yes. You know, and yeah. I'm not excusing anything we say wrong. The Bible does right. remind us, in the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin. And mm-hmm. so when we go home and we just start talking and pretty soon we talk with our feelings, we, we pretty soon, you know, make make suggestions, we guess, we, you know, m- maybe even make accusations on, on what we do know and surmising something we don't know and supposing and, you know, just being human beings. Uh, we just have to – it just reminds me that I need to be careful all of the time. I really mm-hmm. do. And there's mm-hmm. going to be times and have been times and there still will yet be times that I probably going to say something at home that I shouldn't say. Uh, but right. my wife knows me. My wife prays with me. My wife prays for me. Uh, my wife knows my heart more than any other human being knows my heart. And so therefore I think she puts it in a context, you know, like we'll, like for example, both of us love Doc Thompson and mm-hmm. he would get angry and he would say things in anger that we look now and laugh about because we love him. 
and we loved him. And and so it doesn't mean that what he he never did anything wrong, but it does mean yeah. we were not severely offended when he was wrong because we knew of all the things that he did that was right. And so in, in our estimation, uh, you know, when we saw that quote-unquote human side of him, it, it sort of amused us because we knew most of the time he's not that way. Yeah. Let me, let me say this. I think that what happens is those people that become close to you, they get hurt. And usually that hurt comes from you, and I, I said this earlier, when you have to become that serious guy and put your foot down and say you can't do that or you shouldn't do that, then they get upset. They get mad. They feel they've been hurt. And their reaction is, if you hurt me, now I'm going to hurt you. And so that's when they dredge up things or find things. And that's often when that happens. That's what I've seen anyways. And it may be justified or not justified. And I've, I've, I know people that basically thought, you know what, you hurt me, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to, I'm going to take you out of the ministry. I'm going to take you out of this pulpit. Um, I've, I've known situations where that was the intent. Yes, I agree. And so one of the questions then we have to ask ourselves is, are we going to continue to minister to people mm -hmm. or do we just want to relax around people? Yeah. And, and so, yeah. you know, uh, if I can say this is my goal, am I accomplished with it? No, but uh, I, I want to be. I would hope I could say that I love everybody. Even the people that don't love me or the people that don't like me, even the Bible says we're supposed to love our enemies. Mm -hmm. And so that that means I'm going to treat them and do for them exactly what the Bible says that I should do, regardless of how I feel. But I suppose in this instance, what we need to be asking for is the leading of the Holy Spirit, the wisdom of God to try to discern someone else's spiritual maturity. And if they are people who continually walk with the Lord and grow in the things of God, then most likely they're going to be a forgiving person. If they're people that are too immature that we should not have really allowed them in that, uh, you know, Peter, James, and John circle mm -hmm. anyway, then it's most likely going to, more often than not, it's probably going to end badly. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. And that's, it's a hard lesson, hard lesson to learn. Um, but I don't know too many pastors that haven't had to learn that. And I would give suggestion to a young pastor today who's starting out, just be super aware and super cautious of how much you reveal of yourself that others might use against you. And that, that sounds really bad. It sounds like, well, there's this hidden you know, side of people. I'm not saying that at all. I think people understand what I'm saying, but I just in case that just in everything you do and say, there are people watching, there are people listening, there are people um, that would maybe use that against you in the days ahead. And what I appreciate about, I think myself and the preachers that I've had to deal with, that in the end, people found out that what was said, what was, you know, initiated, was false. Yes. And it wasn't right. Yes. And 
And that's what you have to that's what you have to rely on that when you do nothing wrong, you don't have to worry. That's right. Um, it's when you have said something or you have been, you know, carnal, then you have to start thinking, wow, what part did I play in this and how am I going to make that right? And so that's that's got to be in the forefront of your thought. Yeah, truth will always win. Truth always wins yes. in the end. Yes. And yeah. sometimes it takes decades, you know, yes. really for for that to come out with the person maybe admitting, no, I, I lied. I, I, mm-hmm. It just, and again, our goal should be that that person got right with the Lord because mm-hmm. the eyes of the Lord on every place beholding the evil and the good. So right. God knows and God sees, and sometimes we just have to be content with the fact that God only knows. And, mm-hmm. you know, look at Joseph. You know I mean? Yeah. God knew. And, yeah. you know, he spent a lot of time in prison but God knew, God saw, yeah. God did not forsake him. And it looked like, you know, Potiphar's wife got the upper hand and certainly right. not because God was, you know, he needed time to re- really rely on God. I would doubt after all that Joseph had gone through, I would doubt that he he really lived a lifestyle where he forgot God ever again. And I'm not yes, saying right. he did in the first place, but no, uh, I, I think it was more real than ever, even though he became the second in charge and basically ran the whole kingdom of Egypt and mm-hmm. really the whole Middle East after the famines, you know. Uh, so but I doubt after after going through what he went through that he ever got too big for his britches, so to speak, yeah. you know, and, yeah, absolutely. and thought of himself more highly than what he yeah. ought to think. And so, you know, sometimes that's us. We, we need to know. So maybe we won't wound somebody else down the road. Yeah. It's a humbling experience. It I'll is. tell you, I, I became a, a bit of a different person after I went through that ordeal. It's gut wrenching. And it took me, I'm going to say at least two years to really finally mend after that thing. It took a long time. Yes, it probably, does. probably shouldn't have taken that long, but it did. It took me a long time, and uh, it took our church a long time yes. uh, to get through that. But yes, we became stronger through it. We grew much larger after it. Uh, I think the people that stayed and entrusted, um, they, I think, became a better people for it. And I, I think maybe that's why God allows it sometimes. Because of what, what our family went through, and I was a little bit older with some of the situations— um, I have a different um, perspective. So every time I, I was in on adjusting a church uh, constitution or, you know, setting up uh, maybe ministries or, or putting people in positions, um, I normally tried to think of it in a... Uh, less damaging context you know Mm -hmm. how can we be careful that this could not maybe be used against us or against the church or against the staff or against the pastor whatever that situation was i i i think the lord sort of uh anyway i've taken it that way of of trying to make sure because my job is to protect my wife to protect my children and as long as I'm a pastor, to protect the church. And so to be alert and aware 
of some of those things. And of course, we're not aware of everything. And the Lord no. is so gracious to lead us to where sometimes we make decisions. And after we look back and go, Lord, thank you. I, boy, I sure never saw that coming. I'm just thankful that you help help me make the right decision on this one. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this is um, this is good. I, I think this is going to be a help to a lot of people. It's it's been good for me to actually to review it and to have you know your perspective. It's good because I, I think you know obviously I'm going to have to deal with this again with others as I travel and meet with yes. preachers. Um, this is good, and I think it's good for people to hear outside of the pastorate. I think it's good for pastors' kids to hear. Uh, you were a preacher's kid, and you went through that and had to deal with that. I was never the preacher's kid, but you know, in our church, we had some of those things happen, and I chose to never side with those others. I stood behind my pastor in our church, and I'm glad I did. And I'm hoping that maybe this will help someone as, as these things come into a church, and they often do, sadly. Yeah. Help them to maybe just really yeah. be aware of what happens in those. So. Yeah, and so if I could say it this way as kindly as I can, if you're going to use small children um, against a pastor, you're a dirtball scumbag. Yes. Th- that's all that you are. You know, if you're going to try to manipulate some eight-year-old's words or 12-year-old's words and try to make it mean something, you are just a dirtbag scumball. Yeah, yeah. That's a Bible term you'll find in the Old Testament. You know, Uh, and so some some rotten people are just going to be rotten. And so, you know, know, if that's all you're trying to do is, is put words in children's mouths or... You know that you 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 are so wicked and so heartless that you don't even care about an elementary child or a preschool child or something, just because you know you have your own pride that you're worried about. God help you, and, and I do mean yeah. that yeah. because God always does protect yes. His men. He always. I was does. just gonna say. I was just gonna say. And uh, this will be my parting closing here. My words. Um, I have never known anyone who attacked a pastor and or the church who did not suffer some kind of very, very difficult situation in their life afterwards. You don't rape the bride of Christ and get away with it. And you don't you don't fare well if you miss miss uh, or if you wrongly, I should say, mishandle the the leadership of the church. You that does not fare well. Yeah, and that means whether you've done it to a deacon or Sunday school teacher right. or you know right. whoever it is that you're so short-sighted that you're just worried about your own self and what people think about you rather than right and wrong. I, I'm telling you, I would be deathly afraid. I, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. I would be afraid of dying mm-hmm. because I've seen God do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I will say this, if there is wrong, you need to deal with it. You need to deal with it properly, biblically. I'm not saying that you never question, you never have a situation oh, goodness, where someone no. isn't wrong. Oh my goodness. We're not saying that, but you better be careful before you bring accusation against anyone. You better be careful of what you do and what you say. Wow. Hey, I'm to, Al Stone. I've had to tell people privately, I'm sorry I told you a lie. Please forgive yeah. me. And you know yeah. that is so embarrassing to do that 
and guess what? It keeps me from lying the next time. It's a yeah. it's a great help, you know. Or um, you know, I, I apologize, you know, if I said this and and offended you. I didn't mean to offend you, but you know, right. it doesn't matter. I I said it, and I offended you. That was not mm-hmm. my intent. I can only explain that, so I'm not excusing it. Please forgive me. Right. I, I apologize. I wronged you. Would you forgive me? You know, yeah. because, you know, <laughs> we're going to wind up offending somehow in word or deed, right. and, you know, we don't want to. I'm just so glad I have never, ever in my life had to ever say any of those things to anyone. I have never been wrong. <laughs> and if you believe that, stand on your head. <laughs> hey, I'm Al Stone, and uh, I am, uh, again, uh, privileged to be able to preaching here in Ontario. Uh, as this is recorded, getting ready to head out into northern Ontario and preach there. And then uh, I'll be heading to Michigan to uh, speak at a camp uh, here in a little bit. I will have been back to Calgary uh, to preach for uh, the Mountain View Baptist Church and uh, Brother Vasi, So thank you for those great opportunities. I am so thankful of what the Lord has been able to allow me to do. This is Dan Wolven. Please continue to be praying for our state. Uh, for those of you that are uh, living in Ohio, please do all that you can. In my opinion, we should be very, very active to vote yes on issue one on August the 8th. Uh, It's a very, very, very important issue to try to keep our state constitution from being uh, manhandled and uh, abused. Amen. This is Tim Talks. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today. We hope you have a great day, eh? And uh, we hope that you'll join us again on Friday. Share, share, share with others, uh, Tim Talks, so that we can be help. And hopefully this has been a help and maybe we'll... Um, give you some insight and maybe some warning uh, to how you handle problems uh, in the church, especially when it comes to leadership. This is The Tim Talks. You're with Dan and Al. Have a great, great day. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.